Come on, give it up, man. <laughs> We're here. It's crazy to think about it. Yes, man, we are right here for what we've been dreaming and vision casting. Yes. And it is so good to be worshiping with everyone on the first Sunday of the year. Yeah, man, packed 2023. House, man. That's awesome. Yes, it is so great to be with you guys. And if I haven't had a chance to personally meet you yet, my name is Aaron. I'm the lead pastor here at New Community Church. And I'm AC. I am the NCC Forney Campus Pastor. So it's so good to be with you guys this morning. Yes. And, you know, we're starting a new year. Um, We're launching a new campus. We were thinking about this message is this is one of the last Sundays that we'll be together, both campuses joining together this year. And what God wants to speak to is about what God wants to challenge us with. And I was thinking about this, um, you know, how do we step into something new? How can we challenge ourselves with that, both as individuals and then also what does that look like as a church? I've mentioned this um, a few Sundays back. Some of you guys may know that my wife, Sarah, and myself, um, we just bought a house. Okay, so we're right here in the Sunnyvale Mesquite area. We just bought a home and we've been moving in over the Christmas holiday, kind of getting settled, getting everything ready. And, you know, it's difficult sometimes adjusting to new. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced that. Could be in a lot of different ways in your um, life, but adjusting to something new. And I'm just going to open the door a little bit to the Escamilla household. I know you probably think as a pastor that we never get in disagreements, okay? Everything's just always peaceful in the Escamilla home. But one of the most difficult things in this new house is where does the silverware go, you guys? Okay? I want it by the oven, you know, by the stove. So when I'm cooking, I've got, you know, forks right there so I can um, do stuff. Sarah put it over by the plates and like in another cabinet. And every time I open the drawer, I'm like, my silverware is not where it's supposed to be, okay? And this has become, you know, a situation. I'll be honest, Sarah has one out, you guys, okay? I'm adjusting to the new. And we want to talk about that. Like, what do we do when we face new things in our life? What is God challenging us with? And a lot of times, it's more than just where the silverware goes. It's scary stuff. Uh, This year, as if I needed more transition, I transitioned out of the job that I was in for the last five, six years. And I remember the Lord putting on my heart that a transition was coming in uh, back in May of this year. And uh, the last thing I wanted to do, you guys, is do what I'm doing right now. I literally wrote this in my journal. I do not want to sell roofs for a living, right? A lot of people want to sell roofs until it's time to get on a roof. And so when I had my first uh, training opportunity, I was climbing up uh, uh, the ladder, and my legs are shaking. And I'm just like, God, you called me to this, right? This is exactly what you called me to. But, yeah, sometimes it's, it's more than just that. It's scary stuff, right? And the story that we're going to look at today uh, to really focus on is the Israelites are coming out of a period where they had been in slavery in Egypt, right? God has a promise to land for them. They wonder for 40 years, you guys, just going in circles. And now God is preparing them to step in into what this land that he's been holding for them and keeping them set aside for. Yeah, what that looks like. And so this morning, we want to talk to you about this, stepping into something new, stepping into something new. You know, we're talking about this because like we said, we're at a new year, but this could be a new relationship. It could be a new job like we've talked about. It could be a transition in your life. Um, It could be a lot of different things. What do we do when God's called us to step into something new? And this is where the people of God, like you said, this is where they find themselves at. 
And just to give you a little bit of context, we're going to start in Joshua chapter 3, verse 5. If you have your Bibles, you can turn there. Joshua chapter 3, verse 5. And in case you're not familiar with kind of what's going on with this part of the story in the Bible, God has called his people out of slavery in Egypt. Like you said, they've been in the desert and they are about to go into a new land. And they're about to cross over the Jordan River. That was a river that they had to pass through from the desert into the land God was calling them to. And there were some large cities that they were facing that were right in front of them. And this is the first thing God challenges them with is this consecrate yourself. Consecrate yourself. In Joshua 3, 5, the Lord has spoken to Joshua. He's the person that's leading the people of God. And this is what it says, Joshua 3, 5. Joshua told the people, consecrate yourself for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. If you have your Bibles, I want you to just highlight that. Consecrate yourself for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. And this is the challenge. When we're stepping into something new, we have to consecrate ourselves to be clean. You need to consecrate yourself to be clean. This is the process that God was taking his people through. Now, I want you to just imagine this. They have been wandering around in the desert for 40 years. Okay? Has anyone ever been on a beach? Okay? And there is sand everywhere, right? Sand in the towel, in your shoes, right? Like wherever that sand gets everywhere. It's annoying. And they, yeah, they've been living <laughs> there for 40 years, right? And so there's this practical thing of you don't want to take all of that where you're moving into, into the new that you're about to step into. So there's that process of consecrating themselves. And we don't use that word a lot, but it basically meant to clean house. And that's what God was telling them. Is there anything you have with you right now that you don't need to carry where you're going. The other thing is this right here is they still had idols from Egypt most likely. If you've read the story when the people of God left Egypt. They had been in slavery for 400 years. It was basically this mass, mass exodus. And the Egyptians were just giving them stuff. Like because of everything that God had done. The Egyptians were like take gold, take silver, take jewels, take whatever we have. Like be blessed, just get out of our country because God is with you and we can't stand against you guys anymore. So they're carrying all of these things from Egypt. And most likely they still had gold articles and different things that represented the gods of Egypt. And God is telling them you can't carry that into where I'm calling you to go. You can't bring that with you anymore. There was this. They had to consecrate themselves because for 400 years they had lived as slaves. Their entire life was just about survival. Like just making it to the next day. Like producing enough. How hard can I work? That's where my value comes from. And God was telling them, you can't carry that into where I'm calling you to go. You've got to change your mindset. There's some wrong patterns of thinking. You are no longer a slave. You are now a son and a daughter of God. This is what I've called you to. You have to leave some of that behind. There were some mindsets they were struggling with that God was calling them out of. And so I think about our lives. What is it that we need to consecrate your, ourselves with? Where do we need to clean house? What are the things in your life? What are the things in my life? God is calling us to something more. He's calling us to something new. And he's looking at you and he's looking at me and he's saying, you can't take that with you. I can't bring you in the promised land if you're still living in Egypt. 
I can't take you where I want you to go if you still have mindsets that are against what I've called you to be. You have to change some of those things. You have to leave some of that behind. It has to stay in the desert because I am calling you to something more. And that's what God wants to do in many of our lives this year. God wants you to grow in leadership. God wants you to grow spiritually. He wants you to grow in your job. He wants you to be a better parent, a better wife, a better husband. God wants to take you to somewhere new. You can't hold on to what you've been grabbing hold of in the past. God's saying you've got to do something. You've got to let it go. It's got to stay in the desert. And I imagine this. I imagine kind of this giant trash heap, like this giant trash pile that was right there at the camp of them just throwing things out, throwing out idols, throwing out things of Egypt, saying, that's not who we are anymore. God, you're calling us into something new. We are going to consecrate ourselves. Yeah, man, that's so good. I'm up here like, I need to preach, but I'm focusing so much on what you're saying. And here's the reality, you guys. One of the things that we see in the Israelites as they're transitioning into this land is they knew that they were going to face some giants. Let me tell you, you're going to face some giants in 2023. I'm just going to lay it out for you. Moses sends spies into this promised land, and he's like, hey, I want you to go and scope out the place for 40 days and then come back and bring me a report. Like, is it as good as God says it is? So what we're about to read is the spies coming back and bringing the report to them. In Numbers 13, 27, it says, we went into the land to which you sent us, and it does flow with milk and honey. Here is its fruit. They had evidence of God's goodness in their hands, you guys. We have evidence of God's goodness in our hands. The promises that we find in his words, the testimonies of people around us and what God has done in their lives. Heck, some of you are standing in promises right now that were prayer requests at the beginning of 2022. That house that you moved into, that job that God opened the doors for, that car that you're driving, that family member, that friend that came to know Jesus this last year, the physical healing that you experienced, a location for our NCC Forney campus. We have evidence of God's goodness, but just because you have evidence of God's goodness doesn't mean that the enemy won't try to bring doubt in 2023. You better believe the enemy is going to try to discourage you and cause you to doubt God. They had evidence. They came back, but look at what they said right after they told them the land is good. They said, but the people who live there are powerful. And the cities are fortified and very large. We even saw descendants of Anak there. You ever been in a conversation with someone and the more they talk, it just gets more negative and you become more discouraged? Let me tell you, in 2023, you're going to have to protect some of the voices that you're allowing into your life. Not everyone who comes around you has the right to speak into your life. Not every YouTube video that pops up on your feed is worth your attention and time. Not every suggested movie on Netflix or show Disney Plus these days, the way it's going, has the permission for your attention. Not every hot playlist on Spotify or every podcast that you see has deserves your ears. Guys, not every good-looking girl that gives you attention in 2023 has the right to be in your life. Ladies, not every guy that gives you attention in 2023 has the right to be in your life. Not everyone who sounds smart is wise. You better protect the voices that you allow into your life in 2023. 
The Bible says in verse 29, they just kept going. The Amalekites live in the Negev. The Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites live in the hill country. And the Canaanites live near the sea and along the Jordan. They were pointing out giant after giant after giant, obstacle after obstacle after obstacle. And here's what I gather. I may not be able to control everything that happens to me in 2023, but I can control who and what I give my attention to. I love what David said in Psalm 121, verse 1. I lift up my eyes to the hills, for where does my help come? He says, if I look in the mountains, my help is not coming from there. So he makes a shift and a focus to the Lord. He says, my help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. We shift our focus this year. And so as they're giving this report and saying about all the giants and, yes, the land is good, one person stands up. His name is Caleb. And it says, then Caleb silenced the people before Moses and said, we should go up and take possession of the land, for we can certainly do it. Man, thank God for the Caleb's of our lives. Literally, Caleb Bagby, thank you. And figuratively. Thank God for people that are filled with faith. Thank God for people who are filled with the truth of God's word. For people who are more focused on who God is than the giants that stand before us. But the reality is the giants are real. Let's not be naive this morning. The financial situation you're facing is real. The losses that you experienced this year in your family are real. The pain and the hurt is real. The addiction is real. The struggle you face right now is real. We don't need to fake it to make it. But who I surround myself with in 2023 will determine how I view the giants in my life and the promises of God. Am I around people who say, hey, what you're facing is real, but so is God's provision and promises. Are you around people that say, yeah, the giants are real, but so is God's strength and power. And not only is it real, but it is greater. One of the hardest things that some of you will have to do in 2023 is distance yourself from relationships that are affecting how you view your giants in your life. And how you view the promises of God. There may be some dating relationships that are not beneficial to who God created you to be. There may be some friendships that are making it easier for you to sin in 2023, and you need to distance yourself. There may be some relationships with social media or entertainment or maybe a podcast that you've been listening to, but man, I need to distance myself from these things. Why? Because they're filling me with doubt and fear, and it's making harder for me to follow Jesus and easier for me to sin. We're going to face some giants in 2023. There's no doubt about it. But one of the reasons why Caleb was able to stand up and say what he said is he remembered who goes with him. Look at Deuteronomy 717. It says, you may say to yourself, these nations are stronger than we are. How can we drive them out? But do not be afraid of them. What does it say? Remember. Everybody say remember. Remember. Remember well what the Lord your God did to Pharaoh and to all of Egypt. You saw with your own eyes the great trials, the signs and wonders, the mighty hand and outstretched arm with which your Lord God brought you out. The Lord your God will do the same to all the peoples you now fear. God is telling them your confidence to move forward and possess the land will be found in remembering. Look back. Everybody look back with me. Come on, look back with me. Look back. Everybody look back. We're not looking back to get stuck on the mistakes that we made. 
We're not looking back to think about all the things that didn't go right in 2022. What we're doing is we're looking back and remembering how God came through for us in 2022. Because that's where our confidence is found, is to look back and remember God's faithfulness. Look back and remember his provision. Look back and remember the times that you didn't know how, but he made a way. Look back at the times that you thought you were going to lose your mind, but you didn't. Your confidence to move into 2023 will come by remembering what God did in 2022. Yesterday, as I mentioned, I spent some time going through journal entries. I've gotten good at journaling. I wasn't always good. But I've learned that if I type something, I can go back and remember myself or remind myself of something that God has spoken. And as I went through my journal entries, there were times of sadness. There were times of hurt. There were times of pain and discouragement and stress and worry and fear. But I never found an entry that said, God, I put my trust in you and you failed me. He always provided. He always carried me through. He always forgave me. He always reminded me of truth. He always showed me that he is faithful. You want to walk into 2023 confidently? Here's my advice. Look back and remember what God did in 2022. I know it wasn't perfect, but God carried you through. I know that you had plans and it felt like they fell through, but he has been faithful. I know that you had losses, but you're here. Listen to me. You're still standing. You're still standing. The fact that you're here this morning is a sign that you are still standing. And the same God who goes with you in 2022 is the same God who goes with you in 2023. He does not change. Yeah, that is so good. The last thing that we see with the people of God as they were stepping into something new is it required that step of faith. You have to take a step in the water before the flood will stop. Let me explain what I mean by that. In Joshua 3.14, in the same passage that I read earlier, they're now standing at the edge of the Jordan River. And it says this, so when the people broke camp to cross the Jordan, this is to enter into the land that God promised, the priests were carrying the Ark of the Covenant ahead of them. Now the Jordan is at a flood stage all during harvest. Yet as soon as the priests who carried the Ark reached the Jordan and their feet touched the water's edge, the water from upstream stopped flowing. It piled up in a heap a great distance away. The people crossed on dry land. I was thinking about this and, you know, this, this is a large group of people. You know, this isn't just like 50 or 60 people. Most scholars believe there may have been like upwards of 500,000, maybe even a million of God's people at this point crossing over. And they're standing at this river that has been flooded. I don't know if you've ever seen the news footage where there is a flood and you can literally see cars being dragged along down the street because those waters are so strong. And that's what this group of people, they're facing this. And the the rivers are flooded and they're thinking this is our livestock, like my family, my little kids. How are we going to make it across? How are we going to get to where God has promised us that we're supposed to go? No doubt in their mind they had to think, God, you messed up the timing, right? Like, why weren't we here a week ago or a month ago before it started flooding? Like, why didn't we get here at a different time? But God was showing them how he was going to provide, how he was going to show up. And it wasn't until the priest actually put their foot in the water, till they stepped in. It was at that moment when they took that step of faith and said, God, we're trusting you, that all of a sudden the water stopped flooding. 
and the Jordan became dry, they were able to cross everyone and enter into the land that God was promising them. I think it's like that with us a lot of times. You're going to face moments in 2023 where you're saying, God, you've messed up the timing. Like, why, did, why wasn't this a different time? And I'm telling you, it's going to take that step of faith. It's going to take you trusting the voice of God and stepping out to see God do the miraculous, to see God do something amazing. It's not always going to look like you want it to look or like I thought it should look. And God, this is how I wanted you to, to show up. This is what I want you to do. Sometimes it is that step of faith of actually stepping out. And I want to tell you this. If you and I, if we wait till all the details are in line, I know some of you guys are detailed people. You want everything lined out. You want everything in a certain order. You want everything to go exactly how you think it should go. If you and I are going to wait for that, you're still going to be beside the river. You're going to be waiting there a long time. Sometimes it's going to take those moments of hearing the voice of God and saying, Lord, it still looks like it's flooding right now, but I'm going to step out. God, it still looks like the current is going to take me away, but I'm going to trust you. I'm going to follow your voice. I'm going to follow your lead because I believe you're going to show up and you're going to show me something amazing that I could not have done on my own. They could not get all of these people across in their own power. It took a miracle from God. It took God doing something miraculous. What is God calling you to step out in this year? Where is that act of faith to say, God, I'm following your lead. God, I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to do what you've called me to do. It could be in a spiritual area of your life. God, I'm going to start giving and I've not given before. I'm going to start serving and I've not served here before. God, I'm going to follow your lead. I'm going to begin to witness and share my faith with other people. God, I'm going to take that step of faith. And even though I don't feel confident, Lord, I know you're going to show up. God, you're going to stop the flooding of the river as soon as I step out and I follow your lead. And church, when we do that, we are going to see God do amazing things. Amen. Amen. So it's easy to be in a moment like this and be like, yes, let's go after it. The promise of God, I'm going to start that business. I'm going to sign up for the gym tomorrow, right? <laughs> and then Monday comes around and we realize that the giants are real. We realize I'm not in church anymore. Yeah. Life is real. My home life is real. My financial situation is real. Yeah. Here's what I've learned. Is we have to set reminders around ourselves all throughout 2023 of God's goodness. Yeah. Hearing a message once isn't going to change everything. Doubt will try to creep in. Fear will try to creep in. So what does that look like for you? Maybe it's writing on sticky notes and you write scripture or verses of promises of God and you put them on your mirror. And every morning that you wake up, as you're getting ready, you're brushing your teeth, you're doing your hair, you look at that and you remind yourself of the promises of God no matter how you feel in that moment. Maybe for others of you, this is something that I do. If you know me, my wallpaper typically will have a verse on there that I want to meditate on in this season of my life. So I change the wallpaper on my phone. Why? Because I pick up my phone multiple times a day, and I can read that. For others of you, it's the computer at work. You change the backdrop so that when you log in, the first thing you see is, man, I'm reminding myself of something that God said, of his goodness. Because there will be times where you're like, God, did you call me to this? I'm stepping out. But what's going on? Set reminders of God's goodness around you in 2023. That's our action step this yeah. next year. And we know this. God is calling us to do that as individuals. Like there are going to be moments in our lives. And we've gone through some of these scenarios. Maybe we haven't hit what God's calling you to step out into. But God wants to do something great in your life this year. 
And it's going to take that step of faith. It's going to take facing the giants. It's going to take consecrating yourself. And these action steps like, hey, God, I want a reminder when I get to that point of what you're calling me to do, where I'm going to take that step of faith. And so we're going to have that in our lives as individuals. But we also have that right now in this moment as a church. Like together corporately as the body of Christ, we're facing a moment where we're stepping out in faith. We are. There have been some scary moments and there will be as we continue to trust God of God. You know, maybe it doesn't look like we thought it was going to, but God, we trust that you're going to provide and that your goodness is faithful. And so we have that moment right now as a church. And I wanted us to, as we were gathered together on this first Sunday in 2023 to take a moment and pray over those that are going to be a part of our Forney campus. And so we're going to do that right now. Um, I want to ask Debbie, if you would join us on stage, Sarah, and then we have some key leaders. And so we've asked you guys, some of the key leaders for Forney, if you guys would make your way up on stage, you can do that right now. Um, our spiritual directors out in Forney, some of our key leaders over the areas and departments. And then, um, I know there may be some of you that are traveling, and so you're watching this, um, maybe from your home or from a living room, but I want everyone that's going to be a part of our Forney campus. Maybe you're serving on a team out there. Maybe you're going to be part of that local body, but you're going to be in Forney helping us to impact that community. Would you stand right where you're at, just um, where you're at? You don't have to come up here, but if you're going to be part of that campus, would you go ahead and stand up um, this morning? And we want to take a moment. We just want to pray over them. That as they go out there, as we're sending them out this morning, that God would use them, the relationships, the impact, the influence, the gifts, the things that God has placed in your life to minister to people that need to experience the love of God, that need to experience his salvation, that need to connect and worship, that need to understand the scripture, that God is going to use them. And so those of you that are a part of our Mesquite campus, if you would just extend your hand, maybe there's someone around you, just kind of direct your hand towards them. And we're going to take a moment. Let's pray together this morning for what God wants to do. Lord, this is an exciting moment for our church, for NCC as a whole. And Lord, I know that you are going to do great things, Lord, as we are preparing to launch our Forney campus. And so we just speak that, God, your favor, Lord, your blessing, God, your anointing, Lord, your wisdom, Lord, over each of these team team members and leaders, God, that you are calling to go out there. Lord, we're believing for that impact, God. We're believing for those life transformations, God. We're believing for your hand and your provision, Lord. And God, your touch over that campus, God, for everyone that is going to be a part of that, Lord, what you're calling them to, Lord, you are going to do great things. And so we're believing that, God. We're trusting you that in 2023, Lord, more salvation are going to happen and baptisms Lord more people are going to be discipled God you're going to raise up the leaders that we need Lord to accomplish the vision that you have given us God we trust you with this Lord we are excited that we get to be a part of building your church Lord so go do amazing things Lord let your hand be with each of these leaders and all of these people that are part of this church God for any campus Lord be with them we pray this together in your name Amen. Can you put your hands together? Thank you guys so much. You can make your way back to your seats this morning. We are excited for all that God is going to do in 2023.